1: All right, people, we're back. It's the Rich Eisen Show Basketball Podcast. Adam and TJ are here. What's up, guys?
0: Winner, winner, chicken dinner, Chicago Bulls. Let's go. This guy.
1: He denounced
2: his team, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> he said he was over them. He said he was wanted the season over. He said he didn't have no part to do with the Bulls. He burnt jerseys, you know, and now he, he's a Bulls fan. In again. one of the worst attempts at
1: tanking in the history of the NBA, uh, the ortense Chicago Bulls go into Toronto. <laughs> And thanks to Dr. DeRozan, <laughs> <laughs> her 36 screams. Zach Levine's 39 points knock off the Toronto Raptors in the 9-10 game. They now go to Miami tomorrow. Uh, the Heat lose at home to Atlanta. Oh, my gosh. Where do we start? Adam, just walk us through uh, your range of emotion watching the game last night. We'll just start there. Down 19 in the third quarter. Uh, down what a dozen to start the fourth quarter mm-hmm. walk us through was it watching that last night
0: I expected the worst so I expected the Bulls to lose I expected we'd maybe put up a fight but ultimately lose the game when I saw we were down 19 points at that point I was about to say it's over I'm taking a shower I'm done with this team. I'm not even going to watch the rest of this. I had just done some push-ups. I'd done 200 push-ups. So I'm really sore right now. Look at this guy. Feeling good right now, but a little sore. I ain't but buying I, d- I, I, <laughs> I, I did my push-ups, and I'm still watching the game. I see we're down 19. I'm like, ah. I think I'm just going to take a shower and just, it's over. you know, it's over. Yeah. Season's done. But then all of a sudden, you know, I see Zach Levine. He, he starts, starts to get in, on fire. And the thing of Zach Levine is he's such a talented player. He frustrates me because he can have these moments of brilliance where he looks like he can be the number one guy in on a championship level team. But then he also has these moments where he looks like he's like the third or fourth best player. He's so inconsistent. He has the talent, but when he gets on fire, it is so fun to watch. So he started to, uh, to hit some shots. Then all of a sudden I'm hearing some screams. I'm hearing this one in particular loud scream. <laughs> I'm like, what is that? Every time the Raptors hit a free throw or shoot a free throw, excuse me. And like rich and you guys mentioned on the big show, ESPN started to detail who is screaming so incredibly annoying and so incredibly loud. And of course it was Demar Derozan's Rosen's daughter. And I don't like this behavior. I have to be honest. I, <laughs> oh no. I, listen, I'm out. Listen, I'm being honest. I don't like this behavior because it encourages future awful screaming and yelling and, and screaming like that, like a shriek, like a loud shriek to me is like nails on a backboard. It stresses me out. So I understand why people would be annoyed around here around her at the same time the one time you. I don't know I was about to say at the same time <laughs> where, where when it did happen was the best time possible the only time i approve of that was during yesterday's game i don't want it to happen again but during yesterday's game she was back home in toronto she was probably born there and it was hilarious so i don't even know what to think like it was such an incredible game i didn't think tj
1: she unquestionably affected the game right for sure i mean kayfabe yeah
2: yeah, sure (laughs) that's a wrestling term that means we're gonna keep it real
1: no she
2: didn't but let's just run with it and say yes that 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 she did she did affect how
1: could she not
2: for because sure. you're you're in a, a loud arena, first and foremost.
1: But you could hear it on the broadcast. Yeah, You could hear it through the broadcast. But that's just because it looked like she was under the basket. She was under the basket. Right. There's we know, mics. We know there's mics. Thanks on to the Mike basket. Del Tufo,
2: we know how many mics are usually around right. the basket. So and she was right there. I mean, look. Uh, yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> 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 yeah, sure. She affected the game. They for
0: shot 50. Sure. No, the, no, the difference is usually at NBA games. There's a bunch of fans screaming at once, so it kind of blends in, so it doesn't bother the the player at the free throw line as much. But when there's one sudden shriek, it startles you. Also, That's it's, the it's, a, it's a home Adam,
2: game. I, these are G A M grown ass men. I don't think a, they're getting startled on the basketball I know, court. But you do like,
0: hear it after a while. You can right? hear it, but
2: that was making not, it seem like they got afraid or something. but it's no, a,
0: but no it's, it's like it's it's when you're about to shoot and you're about to follow through when you hear a loud ah, lad, ah, ah that, that can affect your your shot. Absolutely, it it's a
1: Toronto home game, right? So it's yeah. you would assume that it's quiet that's the thing. that was my only during thing. free throws and then all of a sudden it's this loud shriek as you're about to release i, I don't know like they shot they missed 15, 18 free throws yeah they're 18 for 36 you make five more you shoot 64 percent instead of 50 percent 64 percent from the line still bad
2: I mean, and at you her, win the game. At her 36 shrieks—I'll grant you, maybe six of them led to <laughs> missed foul shots, which That's made the them lose the game. Yeah. So then, That's
1: her, all she had. MVP, and by the way, Demar saying she's not going to
2: Miami—that's the wrong way to look at this. Long I feel attitude. like her entire class should take a trip to Miami <laughs> because they can learn about ocean life. Yep. They can learn about <laughs> fish during the day, yep. you know, and then they can Quarian. take in the game at night. So
1: it's a—it's a learning trip. Damar should. Pay for the whole class plus teachers
2: to go. Oh, for sure. To go down. That's what I'm saying. And then you could take them, like I said. Let's learn about the ocean today. Let's learn about you know fish and whales and you know whatever else is growing in in in, in those waters. And then, well, it might be a little too soon for the nightlife. Ah, You know, maybe you know they maybe they could have Dave Gretman come over and give them a tour of Live or something. (laughs) You know, while it's still closed. I don't know if Gretman runs Live anymore, but uh, you know. Why not? Bring bring all the kids down.
1: Adam, where do you come to grips with you wanted this team to lose when it was obvious that you had no shot this year, right? You want a tank for Vic. And uh now you're a game away from the eighth seed in a matchup with Milwaukee.
0: I'm all in. Let's go for it. You're back. I'm you're back. back, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I'm back. The tank, the tank dream has been over. We still have the dream of beating Miami and then, Guess what? We play the Milwaukee Bucks. Yeah, they have Giannis. Whatever. Never say no, never. Let's go. This I'm all we- in now. You're throwing I'm this we in.
2: around like you didn't discard this team. like a, <laughs> It's always we, TJ. You know, like like a paper towel after you got done scrubbing your hands <laughs> after you went to the bathroom. You just kobe them into the trash, and now you're back to we now. I don't know. I it's it.
0: always been we. Even when I've talked about this team and, and complained, it's always we. Because That'd I'm be- a Bulls fan for life. Don't ever get it twisted.
2: Adam, you do know how, like, tape works, right? You know, you can go back and review something. <laughs> yeah. That's how these microphones, when you yeah, speak into okay. them, you know, they what you say is is it's documented for
1: eternity. That's the experience of a fan. You're, you're with them. You're against them. You're ultimately with them. You just have kind of, you break up for a little bit. It's like Ross <laughs> and Rachel. We were on a break.
0: Yeah, I was on a little break you with the I mean? Bulls. Come on was a little frustrated. You're I had back. to go go find myself. The You're Bulls back. had to go find themselves, and now we're Chances back. Chances
1: in Miami uh, tomorrow night? What are you going to do? You going to knock them off? I have I have no faith in this Miami team. They the, no-showed hard against
0: Atlanta. The problem with the Bulls is this team has been so inconsistent the entire year where we can look amazing one game, and then the next game we lose against the Houston Rockets, like when my dad and I went to the game when we lost to the worst team in the league. <laughs> so that's the problem with this team. Very talented, but so inconsistent. I kind of think we blew our load against the Raptors. I don't, I don't know I don't, if you could say that. Here, I, don't think, I don't think, well, we're on YouTube. It's okay. show. Uh, I don't think, do I think the Bulls have a chance to win? Yes, but if I'm putting money on it, I would say that the Heat will win the game. Although a lot has to do with if Kyle Lowry will play. He's questionable for the game tomorrow. He's their best player. Yeah, he had like 33, I think, in the yeah, last game. Nice. So if he doesn't play, that's a huge loss for them. I could see us beating them. If they're fully healthy with Lowry back, then I'm going Heat, though. You're going heat. I'm going. I'm going heat. Unfortunately, I don't want to say that, but I just have to be honest in what I'm talking about. So yeah, yeah I'm going with the heat. What about you guys? What do you guys think?
1: I, I don't know. I I I have no faith in in Miami. If we want to take it back two days, wait a minute.
2: Like uh, less than a week ago, we you were sitting here. We were talking about hey, Miami could get hot. They could win. And now you have no mm-hmm. faith in them. You know,
1: <laughs> just watching them play uh, on to tu- on Tuesday, really. You have faith that, uh, watching that game. They had. They couldn't rebound. Uh, they couldn't shoot. Jimmy Butler was like, what was he, 5 of 19 or something? Or 6 of 19? It was really six bad. 6 of 19. Yeah. It was really bad. And Bam got totally, you know, ineffective, chewed up by Capella's D. De- Capella had four points, 21 rebounds. It was mm-hmm. everywhere affecting that game.
2: Clint Rodman.
1: Uh, Clint Rodman. And I just think kind of after that, the, the the fans are deflated. They're going to show up mad late. If they show up at all, I, Plus, think, you know, I think Chicago's going to go in and beat them. There's a lot of
2: rain down in Miami. Apparently, I see streets are flooding. I Maybe that, that full, keeps people away. Yeah. You know, I don't know how far Fort Lauderdale's away from where the Heat play. But I don't know.
1: I, I was pretty surprised at how Miami played at home uh, like that. I mean, Trey Young has a, just kind of a knack. Now with Dejounte Murray, they have a knack for kind of showing up in big games. So let's not
2: forget, two years ago, this team went to the conference finals. Yeah, they with, were on fire. Yeah, they were on fire. You know, Collins played above. You know, he played incredible, and Trey Young became kind of like a star during that run. So, yeah, who knows? I'm, I'm, I'm going to give the it's Bull, wide open. I'm
1: going to give the Bulls a shot. It's pretty wide open there. Now, are they going to are they going to upset Milwaukee if they advance? No, absolutely not. Neither team. They'll probably no. get swept, which is fine. Gentlemen, sweep, whatever. Milwaukee is the favorite to win the title. You're supposed to get swept. They're losing five games in that series. But, you know, for what the Bulls were this year, um, the injuries, to even make the playoffs at all, to be one of the final eight, it's a pretty big deal. No doubt. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's all right. I mean, I know, look, you're not in the lottery, but you weren't going to get topic anyway you had a two percent chance if you even made it so why not be in the playoffs and give yourself a shot
0: well yeah that's kind of why i've i've just gotten to the point where i'm just like all right well whatever like like I'll, i guess yeah. i'll root for us going forward because i realize our chances of getting the number one pick is just astronomically low even though i think when the bulls did get the number one pick with derrick rose in uh 2008 I think it was something like 2 or 3% chance. Oh, really? Yeah, it was a very low percentage chance. So you never know. You never know. That's why the Mavericks tanked. Um, That's why, yeah. So you never know. it's but, a uh, weird move. But
1: uh, the other game last night, kind of a ho-hum, back and forth, high scoring. It was entertaining. Josh Giddey almost had a triple-double. He's been awesome. Shea, obviously, has been showing out all year. Uh, Thunder beat the Pelicans. So now uh, they play the T-Wolves tomorrow. Um Do we know if Rudy Gobert's back? I didn't see any of that today. Obviously suspended for the Lakers I was under the impression it was just that game. It's just going to be a one game? Okay. Which
2: I still like – I still say you could have suspended him next year. You just did your team a disservice by sending him out that Mm -hmm. game for a punch. I mean, look – did he swing on him? Eh, kinda. He jabbed yeah, him in the chest, in the,
1: but in the chest, like if he you hit know, him in the face, face then that's, yeah, yeah. that's one thing.
2: But I mean, ultimately, by sitting Rudy out, you hurt your team. Which, I, and then someone else will go over on this side. Well, TJ, he hurt his team by throwing the punch. Sure. Absolutely true. But I bet you, to a man, they would have been like, they would have rather had him on the court against the Lakers. They more than likely would have won that game mm-hmm. with Gobert, and you know. But again, he put himself in that position he put his team in that position so
1: if he with back spasms apparently rudy gobert interesting mm-hmm. um, but you know
2: you talked about the thunder we got to look at this pelican squad right because you look at this team man and
1: they're so good on, if you put zion on this strength, team you know yeah. when he
2: went out the beginning of january i believe the pelicans were one game behind the nuggets for the best record in the west And then you have people calling this man a bust. I think he's already shown when he plays that he does have the skill set and he is good. So you can never label him a bust. Like, I don't care if he never played again. Yeah. I think maybe your argument could be he was the number one pick and he only lasted X amount of years. Let's just say, like, he never played after today. But I don't think you can really ever say he was a bust. Like, his body gave out maybe. He had injuries. Maybe there's something mentally going on. But, like, in terms of his skill set and playing – You can never say the dude was a bust.
0: In terms of skill set, absolutely not. He's one of the best players in the league when healthy. But if you just never play, if you're always injured, then then you are a bust. Because if you look at that draft, they could have picked John Morant. Nobody knew that John Morant would become this good, except maybe Jerry West. He was talking about it before the draft. But looking back, if Zion doesn't play again or if he's just always injured, then he is a bust. It's unfortunate. And... Listen, I'm I, don't, I don't
2: consider that in terms of the other people you look at as bus. I, I I think there should be a separate category then because I I'm not going to say. I he mean, bu-
1: bus doesn't average 26 a game. Yeah, in 26
0: and eight, like you just don't. But has he even played 50 games in a season before? I don't even think he's done that. He's missed a lot of
1: time. Uh, we all know that. But if you just look at his impact, I mean, they were the two seed or or whatever they were when Zion goes down. He hasn't hasn't played since January 2nd. They immediately lost uh, 14 out of 17 games, including a massive losing streak uh, of what? 10, 11 games in January, and they really had to scrap and battle. They went on a great run uh, at the end of March to even make the play in.
0: If I'm his teammates, I'm incredibly, incredibly disappointed with him.
1: Well, I think it's what Stephen A kind of said earlier in the week on the big show. Like, the talent is there. Injuries, you can do nothing about. It's what are you doing to prevent injuries, to rehab mm-hmm. from injuries, and if his teammates have an issue, if there's something there of what Zion's doing, then, yeah, that needs to be addressed, and then that can go into whatever you want to call him, bust or what have you. I, I, I'm not going to call Zion. I'll call him
0: soft. He might very well be. I definitely wouldn't call him soft. I'll call him soft for what he did yesterday. I understand that the mental part is such a huge part of the game, but when you're getting a max contract, you're cleared physically to play. You are cleared physically by the doctors to play. You're healthy to play and you have a win or go home game and you decide not to play. That's ridiculous to me. That is absolutely ridiculous. I don't think you can take Zion seriously As a potential superstar guy that can take you to a championship level type of game because that mentality. You cannot win with a player who has that mentality. But again, we you don't just can't. know.
2: We don't know. First of all, you calling him soft. You just said a, a girl shrieking would scare you, so you shouldn't call him soft first <laughs> it's and foremost. Different, it's different. But like we don't know what's going on. Like, and if there was something, if he wasn't doing these things, I assure you, it would come out from the team. Somebody's boy would say something. Someone right. on the team would say, like, man, this dude, like you would hear about it. And as far as I know, we haven't heard any of his teammates. We haven't heard anyone associated with the squad talk bad about this guy yeah, the only you... one who's talking about him are the press and the people wondering what's going on so I can't, I'm not going to call him a bust and I can't say he's soft. I don't know if mentally something's going on I don't know physically look I'm not Zion but I do recall I dislocated my kneecap once right and I'm not a world class athlete anymore uh, but and I had and I didn't I had nowhere near the amount of rehab and the type of rehab he had I had decent rehab for a kid who did it that didn't have insurance but that way but I do know for months months, man, it took me, I had to sit there and think every time I walked down the flight of steps for months, I had to force myself to put my left leg down and remind my brain had to like, go, you can do this. And that's just me just trying to walk down the flight of steps. So I don't know, like this was his hamstring. Obviously it wasn't his knee, but you just don't know mentally I, what's I going understand. on. I understand so I'm not going to like call this man, the six foot eight, 285 pound monolith soft or a bust I just I, I I personally can't do it. but
0: they showed him in warm-ups and he was dunking the basketball he was making exp- explosive moves I understand that there is a mental hurdle when you come off an injury it is tough you are in your head but like I said when you are considered the best player on the team a franchise level player in a win or go home game you have to play do you think Michael Jordan or Kobe or LeBron or any of these guys would ever sit out this type of game given that type of situation absolutely not there's just not a chance And I'm a Zion fan. I I have been a Zion fan since he was in high school, and he went to Duke, which is my favorite basketball uh, college team. So I've always enjoyed Zion, but what he's shown me is that he's not mentally strong. He's just not. And he doesn't do the steps that he needs to do to get in better shape every single year. He's out of shape when he comes into the the league. So it's a problem with him right now. And if I'm a New Orleans fan, I'm I'm upset.
1: He played 29 games this year, did not play all of last year. Uh, And then in the uh 2021 2021. which was only 72 games that year he played 61 games and was awesome obviously 27 and eight uh 27 and seven um we'll see we'll see obviously uh you know this is a legacy type deal i mean he's only 22 years old so lots of time to figure this out and then we'll look back in 10 years and be like man remember when zion got off to a slow start Steph Curry I'm got off. That way. Steph Curry got off to a slow start in his career too, uh, with it with the injuries. Exactly, so. you know, he was a guy who you never know. You just
2: you thought, okay, this kid's not ankles. He's got so bad ankles. It's never going to work. Here's another guy. Might be the MVP of the league this year. Joel Embiid. His first three seasons, he played 31 games in three seasons. Yep. He did not play for two years in a row. Yep. And he had that, you know, that bust label, that soft label. Well, yeah. tell me that he's a bust now or tell me that he's soft now. No, his body got right. The fact of the matter is the human body is not made to be that big. I don't believe this, or right? Explosives. You're yeah. not meant to be seven foot two, 290 pounds. You're not really meant to be six, eight, 290, however big yeah. Zion is. So, You know, the bodies are different. I'm just trying to look at this in a way where I I just don't want to call these athletes who do things that none of us, and when I mean us, I mean everyone watching can do. I just feel like there's got to be something more. I don't believe that the man just said, oh, I I could play basketball, but you know what? I don't feel like playing today, even though I know he said, I got to feel like Zion, which I still don't understand what that means, but it's just hard for me to believe someone would be like, nah. Go ahead, go out and play without me. I'm good. I mean, I don't ben, know. ben Simmons was very similar. Yeah, but apparently he did have a hurt back, and apparently there was something going on upstairs. I, you know, and, I shouldn't talk about Ben Simmons because I'll get frustrated, and I'm <laughs> yeah. too close to that.
0: I'm not. And I'm not rooting against Zion. I want him to succeed. The league is better when Zion Williamson is healthy. He Absolutely, is, he is a superstar level talent. Superstar, and and just the highlight reels alone, he's he's an incredible player. So I'm rooting. For him to get healthy and get in shape and have a long career
1: and just that team that team has so much potential when they're at full strength uh with bi and cj and some of their role players you know herb jones and and trey murphy (laughs) and and alvarado that's a fun exciting team uh that can kind of really spice things up in the west and the west is already super stacked but uh again also pulling for zion love watching him play i want him to be out there he says he can't go, he can't go. We have no choice, uh, you know, but to take these guys at their word. Can we criticize? Sure, but we have no idea. Yeah.
2: By the way, at the end of that game, when the Pels were down four with a couple seconds up, that play where I think it was Hayes caught the ball, did kind of almost like a taught, you know, what was the uh, NCAA game where the guy caught oh, it? Oh, and he
1: caught him and flipped it and back. Flipped it. Yeah, he I mean, Villanova
2: ball, yeah. did that once. They won the national title, but that play the catching in the dish to bi yeah. and look 50 percent of the time that's going to get called a foul yeah you know and it very easily could have been and that could have been a four point play and that could have tied the game like B I definitely thought he got fouled it's really hard to tell though on the replay but you know that's a 50 50 right there depending like you said yesterday on the big show whoever's in that game so right the, the whole thing could have been different but that that pels team is not bad man and you put zion on back on there whew, the, you got to watch out all but right. he's got to be out there adam he's got to be out he's got to be out
1: there at some point um all right we got to talk about him guys right. i know you don't want to do it we got to talk about him Who? we got to talk about the lakers i mean look they're in the playoffs
2: <laughs> I, i'm fully i'm on board we're talking
1: about them 7 seed lakers survive What a terrible end of that game. The fourth (laughs) quarter of that game, it felt like we were all being punished for something we did in former lives. (laughs) We were forced to watch that. I mean, Minnesota has a 15 point lead at one point. Mm -hmm. It's 80 to 65. Uh, We're watching Sarah and I are watching Ted Lasso and I got it on the small TV and I'm just like, I don't need to pay attention to this, but I'll just keep it on. Just in case, oh, Penn Lasso, that's super funny. Wait, what's the score now? (laughs) What's going on? How come no one can make a shot? What? Yeah, they went like eight minutes and didn't score a field It was ridiculous. I feel bad. I mean, it's one of those situations, too. It's like, talk about Anthony Edwards, how much we love this guy, how exciting he is. Mm -hmm. He's an up-and-coming superstar in the NBA. Absolutely no shows. Rudy Gobert, that whole situation, the injuries going on there. Uh, just I I wanted it for them more than they wanted it for that. Like, <laughs> could they have tagged in Craig Kilborn? I know he
0: was courtside. <laughs> nice uh, could
1: he have came off the bench and puts maybe it,
0: puts on your martini, Craig? It's time a, to shoot uh, a couple uh, jump shots.
1: Uh, just but get some jumpers up, Craig. I know you still got it in you. <laughs> and then LeBron makes the smart basketball play, which he seemingly does ninety eight percent of the time uh, to a wide open shooter. And then the stupid call at the end. I mean, shouldn't shouldn't have shouldn't have called that whistle. It was a, f- a It was a foul though. I, I what with the landing spot he's got to get. Well, his, he hit his hand. Did he was his at, hand. I was looking at his
2: feet. He definitely he t- hit his hand. The ball was already out. Right. But he hit his hand and he did bump him. He d-
1: did the landing so, spot. I mean, deal. I mean, big ups, Mike Conley, to hit those free throws. The first one, I thought he kind of short armed yeah, it, like, it uh, and then it kind of rolled over. But uh, let's just talk Lakers here. What chance do you give them in the second in this opening round against Memphis? Are we going to see another Shannon Sharp situation? This is going to be a wild series. I mean, we can only hope. Like, I think this is going seven games.
2: Yo, it's going to be crazy because all I hear about is, you know, who's going to guard AD? Nobody can guard Ja. Well, I'm saying, they're like, who's going to guard AD and stuff? But, yeah, who on the Lakers is going to guard Ja? (laughs) But then again, who's going to guard LeBron? And then you're going to have – this is going to be some interesting story because Dylan Brooks is going to – do, oh, do we have an over-under the amount of technical fouls that are going to get called on in this Dylan, case, in, just on in Dylan this, Brooks? In this series, uh, I think we should probably bet the over on that. He's going to get teed there, up.
1: doesn't the 15 throughout the year carry over? So if he gets teed up, and that the, is true in the he's oh, yeah. going to yeah. he's gonna yeah. get, gonna get suspended.
2: And did he reach 15?
1: Oh, for sure. I okay. think he got to 16.
2: All right, so then I yeah. take that back. Maybe he won't. He, But he's not. He's not going to be on his best behavior. He'll know how to be on his best behavior. Did you see what he
1: was wearing the other day? Yeah, he
2: he looked like Superfly, man. You know what I mean? (laughs) Man, he
1: did the straightened his hair and everything. That was wild.
2: I loved it, man. I hope he plays a game like that.
1: Oh, could you imagine? Oh,
2: he'd be like one of them 70 super pimps. You know what I mean? Like (laughs) Superfly. This series is going
1: to be nuts. Honestly, the Lakers have nobody to guard John Morant.
2: Maybe Schroeder, maybe.
1: How is is D'Angelo Russell and Dennis Schroeder going to stay with Morant?
2: Well, they're going to have to. I mean, look, they're guards, and they, I mean, it's not like they can't get the job done. I mean, Jaw's going to go off and get his, but they've got guys. They're just going to have to run a bunch of guards
1: at him. But this dude's like the energizer, buddy, too. I never seen him tired. get tired. I never seen him tired. So, <laughs> <laughs> what goodbye. chance are you giving the Lakers in this series, Adam? Do you expect them to win? I have the whole conspiracy rant that I went on yeah. yesterday. <laughs> it was a little tongue in cheek, but it wouldn't surprise me whatsoever if we see a couple of Scott Foster games and suddenly I agree. The, and suddenly the Lakers are up 3-2 and everyone's like how did that just happen
0: I agree it's it's uh, the NBA's best interest for the Lakers to advance absolutely but despite you know AD and LeBron being incredible hall of fame level talent i just saw that game and listen they barely beat Minnesota they in got overtime yeah. against a Minnesota team without their all defensive center right. w- with their superstar shooter going three for 17 from the field and two of their clutch role players out, and they barely beat the Timberwolves. The Lakers are just sloppy. Like Towards the end of the game, they made so many bonehead mistakes, even though they won the game. You can't be sloppy against the Grizzlies. I I think it'll go like six games, and I have Memphis winning. A a key matchup to me also will be Jaron Jackson against Anthony Davis. Yeah. Because Jaron Jackson is arguably the best defensive player in the entire league this year. Seems like he's going to win it. Yeah, and so he's going to have to, as we always say, you can't stop AD, but you got to contain him. He's that type of player, where if he contains him to like 18 points, 20 points, 8 rebounds, yep. doesn't let him go off, then I just think that Memphis has the overall advantage, and like we've been talking about with John Morant, it's like he's just going to destroy, destroy the Lakers.
2: I mean, you guys forget, the Lakers are really good defensively.
1: Now after the after this trade so after the trades
2: yeah and that's something to take into
1: consideration. Yeah, they were historically bad in the beginning of the year, but yeah, they are. Look, credit where credit's due. The Lakers are a different team. They have been a different team uh, after the trade deadline. Did I, what were they sixteen and seven or something? Was that the stat that I saw? Something like that. I think it was
2: even better than that. Was it
1: better than that? They, I mean, they played great down the year They had a great march. Um, they needed to. They needed yeah. to have a great march. To get into this situation, and they did, you know. Uh, so hats off to them. How much do they have left? Does LeBron have one final amazing playoff series left in that body of his?
0: Who's gonna guard LeBron? Who knows? Will it be Will it be Brooks or or Bain Or who, that's that's what I'm interested in. What will the matchup be in terms of yeah. guarding LeBron? Yeah. It's gonna be It's gonna be wild.
1: It's gonna be wild. The other exciting. Uh, First round series in the West, with all due respect to Suns, Clippers, that's like, going to be the best series of the first round, in my opinion. I
0: agree. I agree. Really? Is yeah.
1: is is Paul George going to play? Probably not. Then then why then why would you think that would be better than Kings, Warriors, or Grizzlies, Lakers? Just because I do. <laughs> I'm asking you to explain, sir.
2: Well, I'm a I'm a Clippers fan, so that's why I, know, I feel. But
1: aren't you realistic? I, don't.
2: The- or, the, these people who act like the clippers have no chance the suns have four players who the, who else on that team <laughs>
1: scares you they're four really good players
2: they're four really good players but you got a point guard who's aging who gets hurt all the time you've got <laughs> an unbelievably talented superstar hall, hall of fame top 15 player who's coming off of multiple injuries right you've got durant that's durant and paul then you've got deandre ayton who sometimes plays like Tarzan and then sometimes plays like Jane. And then you've got Devin Booker, who is going to get you 25-30 a game. And I'm not buying this fact that like this Phoenix team can't be beat, because for one thing, and you and I talked about this on the big show, yeah, when it comes to getting buckets, sure. But there's a lot more that goes into this defensively. And it's about... You know, matchups and switches and like covering up for your this guy's weakness and uh, knowing where people are going to be on the defensive side. And I don't know after nine games if they're going to have that type of chemistry with Kevin Durant. Like we're going to have to see. But in no way, shape or form can I believe these people like I think 16 experts all pick the Suns, not one person other than Perk. Gave the Clippers a chance, and I find that to be a little ridiculous. Did Perk
1: pick the Clippers I, to win? I,
0: I believe oh, he did. did pick the Clippers. I agree I agree with you, TJ. TJ, I believe oh, the okay. series can go seven. Oh, interesting. The Clippers are deep, bro. Yeah, They're very, the deepest team in the playoffs right now. Very deep, and I've been hearing some reports. I don't know if for sure if it will happen, but some people are saying that Paul George will come back eventually in the series. Maybe not the first couple of games, but that he will come back. And, yeah, I think we are underestimating the Clippers right now. And we're Kawhi un- underestimating Kawhi Leonard
2: really is. Exactly. He's that dude. He's proven to be that
0: dude. And I can't wait to see that matchup with Kawhi against KD. There's there there's one of the, the best matchups in the entire league yeah. right there. Two Hall of Fame players going at it right now. Because
2: one thing about Kawhi is we know he's going to do it on both sides mm-hmm. of the ball at a very high rate. So... He's going to be busting hump on D. He's going to be busting ass on O. Kawhi is that dude, man. And I'm excited, and I hope he takes this personally.
0: And I think you're right that the depth of the Clippers bench can make the difference in it going seven or even the Clippers winning. The Clippers have, like, probably, arguably maybe the best bench in the league if you really look at it. So, yeah, the Suns are top-heavy, but when they get tired, that Clippers depth with... You know, the, the role players, the Norman Powell's, the, the Nico Batum's, uh, you know, Eric Gordon, Gordon's, exactly. You know, the,
2: Bones Highland coming mm-hmm. in and injecting. Then you got Russ, who's just been playing great, who's kind of like found out his spot
1: on the team, understands his niche.
0: You got Russ, Russ and KD going against each other, I think, the first time in the playoffs. this yeah, year. That's
1: true. That's a wild storyline. Phoenix did lead the West in opponents points per game, just, just under 112. Uh, yeah, again, that's gonna be exciting. But
0: again,
2: Chris, yeah, like series. I said, I, that's because I'm more invested in this. Sure, but yeah, sure, this sure. Cavs Knicks.
1: Oh, maybe you guys this, convinced is gonna me. Be,
2: this is gonna be a good series too. Oh, I wanted to get th- I'm gonna get to the East in second. I just wanna oh, okay, finish.
1: I just wanted to finish up in the West.
2: And yeah, do I know the Kings, by the way, bomb just happened, Mike Brown just was named Coach of the Year oh, for, good for the him. Kings he so des- he deserved Supreme. I think that's low-key gonna be a really good series too. And you know, the Kings just have to I don't know what they have to do to win this game. It's almost like, you know,
1: they got to run, 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 and they got to shoot well. If Golden State has a couple of these games where they're
0: just, you know, 25 threes in the game, like, look out. I don't think the Kings have a chance in the series. Really? Uh, No, I just don't. Yeah, the Warriors
1: are big favorites.
0: I think they'll win maybe one or two games if they're lucky. Maybe they'll get game one, but... The experience factor to me is just too much with yeah. the Golden State Warriors. They've been there every get, year for the last that. eight, nine years. Yeah, they're getting a little older, but you're not this, worried
1: about the eleven and thirty road record No, the that's Warriors. the regular
0: season. They've had all types of issues in the regular season. You have Gary Payton Junior or the second getting traded to them. You had Wiggins out for multiple games. You have the punch in the face from Draymond to Jordan Poole. But look now, if you look at the Golden State Warriors, Wiggins is coming back. They're all healthy right now. They they just have too much talent and I do like the Kings in the future, but right now they just aren't ready for the Golden State Warriors in the playoffs. Top two scoring teams in the
1: NBA, the Sacramento Kings and Golden State Warriors, 121 for Sacramento, 119 for Golden State. It's going to be an explosive, offensive, super entertaining, high scoring up and down, kind of like those games in the 80s where it's like, I mean, I wouldn't surprise me if we see 150, 145. Mm-hmm. Like Look, this like
2: Kingstein put up what a buck seventy six against the Clippers I'm seventy six points. So, Two
1: overtimes, but yeah, yeah, that's a lot of points.
2: I want to see one of those old school Denver Nugget yeah, Phoenix exactly. Suns from like, the 80s Michael games Adams. where Alex English has 45 <laughs> yeah. points, you know, and uh, you know, and we're looking at 160 to 150. Like that's what I want. Buckets, yeah. baby. Buckets.
1: Yeah. Scary. Uh any chance uh the Nuggets get upset in the first round.
2: I mean, look. As Kevin Garnett once famously said, "Anything's possible," but I don't know.
1: OKC uh, takes a f- couple of games there and puts a little scare. I can Denver. see this
2: definitely being a series. Yeah, you know. OKC um, played
1: really tough down the stretch, man. And obviously, oh, they yeah. got two super nice players. Yeah,
0: I mean, Giddy. The crazy thing about about watching Giddy play is that he doesn't really have any like moves per se. He just has like. A quick step and he's able to just get by people all yeah. the time it's he doesn't have like a crossover or, or anything crazy he's just such a solid player he and he's so young he had a 30 point yeah. Yeah. double last he's night he's
1: just kind of like super casual about it
0: yeah he looks like he'd be like the lead in a wb movie about a high school basketball team <laughs> right? you know like he's got the all, all the girls are, are are staring at him we're wondering how he's this good of a player he's got the the australian accent yeah. that guy's that guy's a superstar in the making and obviously shea just alexander who's to me, he's the most improved player in the league this year. He's just elevated to an absolute superstar. Yeah. That team has such a bright future They're With all so the first young. round draft picks they have. We have when we're forgetting about Chai Holmgren, who was injured this whole year. You have him coming back and you have multiple first round picks over the next four years. This team is going places. And Lou Dort balled out. Lou last Dort game, went man.
1: crazy last night. So did he got a season average in the first half.
0: Yeah, it
2: finished with twenty-seven.
1: All right, let's go to the East real quick before we finish this up. Um I think we can all agree, right? Cavs. Knicks is going to be the best first round uh, matchup. What do you guys see there?
0: Uh, close series. I've talked about before. I just see the Cavs winning this Donovan Mitchell, best player out of any of those two teams. So yeah, I could see it going six or seven, but you have the combination of Garland and in the inside presence of Evan Mobley. I just think it'll be so. It'll be just a little too much for the Knicks to handle. I'm looking forward to that Garland versus Brunson matchup. I think that'll be a fun matchup to watch. Yeah, it's going to be pretty wild.
1: Kind of comes down to Julius Randle's health, right, TJ? Absolutely.
2: That ankle is going to be Mm -hmm. the key. If he can get back on that court, then I might even go as far as to say I think the Knicks can win. But if Randle's going to be out, you know, one or two games, I I think you got to go with the
1: Cavs.
0: Yeah, I think so. Quickly, Quickly is an important player for the Knicks also. That's the type of guy... I can score 30 in a game, so the Cavs need to watch out for him. If he gets hot, then, yeah, the Knicks can win the series for sure. Yeah,
1: possible sixth man of the year. Uh, R.J. Barrett, our buddy Ben Lyons, favorite player of all time. Mm. Uh, That's going to be a super fun series. I I think it goes six or seven as well. I I don't disagree with you guys there. Any worry, T.J., about the Brooklyn Nets? I mean, look,
2: there's always a worry, right? At this point, anything can happen. They've
1: turned into a nice team. Mikkel Bridges has been awesome. They have. But,
2: I mean, look, the Sixers should – take this series in, what, five, six at you the most so? games? so? I
1: mean, again, it depends on health of James Harden.
2: Well, so far they've been healthy, and that's yep. great. Yep. So, and this is the healthiest I know. Embiid's been going into the playoffs in a while, and Harden, you know, he low-key, the guy led the league in, in assist this mm-hmm. year. How many players have had multiple seasons of leading the league in scoring and assists? I guarantee there haven't been many that have done it more than once. And James, I think this is the second time that he's led the league in dimes, and he's, I think, a three-time scoring champion. So, you know, man, I, Maxie, we just need Tobias Harris to, you know, be that 15, uh, you know, 20-point scorer that he can be. I think the Sixers, I don't want to say it should be easy, but I would be shocked if this went seven. I think the Sixers should win this in, honestly, five or six.
1: Yeah, I think if all goes goes uh I mean, as planned, I think the Warriors and Lakers are going to move on. Um, I thought we were talking Sixers next. I know, but I'm talking about the next <laughs> round. I'm talking about the second round of the playoffs. If all the teams that win expect mm-hmm. us to win this second you, round. You
0: think the Lakers are, are going to? I think the league might twist some things,
1: but even still. it has the LeBron
0: James. and
1: mm-hmm. It has the possibility of being the greatest second round in NBA playoffs history. Could be. If you just look at these possible matchups. Uh, okay, who do you got uh, moving on uh, Friday night? I know by the time people listen to this, um, uh, and by the time we return next week, we'll be well into the first round. But tomorrow night, Bulls, Heat, Adam.
0: I got the Heat moving on. Uh, unfortunately, Thunder T Wolves. I got the T Wolves bouncing back and getting really. A home, home I'm court. going the
1: opposite way. Yeah. I think both road teams win tomorrow, TJ.
2: Man, because both of the Road Dogs won prior round, right? The playing games were—did the home team win? Yeah,
1: no, both Tennessee's yeah. won. Yeah, both Tennessee's so, won yesterday.
2: I'm going to say this. I think Chicago is kind of going to ride a wave yeah, a little that, bit. Yeah, that's what I think. I think they're going he, to take out the heat because I can't see Kyle Lowry hitting for 33 again. I just can't.
1: I don't see Jimmy Butler playing that bad uh, again. Jimmy Butler won't but, play that
2: bad. But I, I'm, I'm going to go Bulls, and I'm going to go uh, Thunder only happens when it rains, and it's been raining a lot. <laughs> so we're just going to go with OKC. I'm going to go Thunder Bulls. these, I think teams. we can get some Fleetwood Mac.
1: Uh, okay, so when we come back next week, massive. The weekend is going to be huge. we got the play-in finals. Uh, tomorrow on Friday night. And then four games Saturday. Four games oh, Sunday. This is, the best. this is the
0: best time of year. This is
1: this is one of the best times the of the year. It's the
0: best time of the year. So we're
1: gonna come back with a full uh, you know mid first round podcast next week. And we'll see where we're at. We'll see if who's up 2-0, what series is one one. And uh, appreciate you guys checking us I just out. Sneak this
2: man to remind everybody who he is. Look at this guy. Okay, what to do, <laughs> baby? Yeah. Hey. Show him, remind them who you are, Kawhi. You're a two-time champion, two-time MVP. You did it on two continents. Well, not two continents, two different countries. Let's go Clips.
1: Let's make it happen, all right? Could you imagine if the Clippers upset the Suns in game one? Oh, my
2: God. I don't think that's an upset, man.
1: I'm, I'm going to stick with that. Yeah, all right. I wouldn't be shocked. All right, good luck to all our teams. Thanks, you guys, for checking this out. Good job, guys. Adam, TJ. Did I
2: really say two different continents?
1: You did. That was really awesome. But I caught myself. I caught myself. <laughs> all I'm right, we'll country. see you next
2: week. Peace out. Peace out. out.